Aloha, welcome back to Hawaii Post. I'm your host, Tommy Stokes. This is episode 71. It is a feature episode, so we're going to bypass all the regular seven-day forecast for weather, surf, night sky, and events and activities for the upcoming week and focus solely on one question. When is the best time to visit Hawaii? Last Monday, January 15th, was Ben Franklin Day. As I mentioned in my world calendar last week, on this day, I would take out my favorite book of Ben Franklin, his wit and witticisms, and do some reading on that day to celebrate, celebrate Ben Franklin Day. This quote popped out at me. It's one of my most often used quotes from Mr. Franklin. It says, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. Benjamin Franklin. This quote is relevant because we are going to talk about planning your trip to Hawaii. Because if you fail to plan your trip to Hawaii properly, you may end up failing to find all that you desire in your trip to Hawaii. I'm going to share with you the best time to visit Hawaii. As you may know, I work in the tourist industry as an executive chauffeur. While some of my clients tend to be quiet in the back seat, which is quite all right with me, many of my clients like to strike up a conversation. One of the most common questions that they ask is, when is the best time to visit Hawaii? I usually reply, off the top of my head, there are two favorite times of year to visit the islands, late spring and mid-autumn which would be April through May and September through October. The reasons are the flowers are still on the trees, which makes the air rich with tropical aroma. During these months, there are great festivals. The temperatures are almost perfect. Not too hot, not too humid. Additionally, most of schools are in session, which means there are fewer kids around the hotel, in the hallways, and around the pool. And also, the tourist traffic is at a minimum, which gives visitors a chance to see Hawaii in all of its beauty, relaxed and less crowded. Back in December 2023, if you visited the islands that month, you would have found out just how cold and rainy Hawaii can be. It was filled with cold rain and wind albeit not as cold as it may be in the contiguous 48 states, but if people were coming to Hawaii expecting blue skies, sunshine, and warm winds, they were sadly disappointed. It's really hard for me to wax positive about Hawaii's weather when tourists are faced with less than favorable conditions, especially when most people only get to visit Hawaii once in a lifetime. I can't help but feel sorry for them because they dream of that trip to Hawaii with the blue skies, the warm air, the beautiful clear water, and then they're met with great disappointment with unexpected and unwelcomed rainy, windy, cold, cloudy weather. Now I'm not saying that happens all the time in December, but I'm using December 2023 as a good example because the majority of the days throughout that month were, as I mentioned, cold, cloudy, windy, and it was just wet because it was raining quite a bit. 
However, I am a glass half full kind of guy. If you listen to the show, you know when I say that there is going to be rain in the forecast that I usually follow up by saying, but don't worry, beef curry. You'll be able to find sunshine somewhere around the islands. And remember, if there's no rain, there's no rainbows. Likewise, there are no waterfalls. And the longer we go without rain, the more brown and dried out the island becomes. And it's less of a lush green paradise that people imagine Hawaii to be. If you visit Hawaii more than once in your lifetime, it's probably a good idea to experience different times of the year. In addition, it's probably a good idea to try to explore all of the islands since each island has its own unique qualities. But in this segment, we're gonna talk about the weather patterns that are considered consistent year round for these islands. Also, I'll mention the activities that take place throughout the year on an annual basis so that you can plan when you wanna to come to these islands. You wanna choose the type of weather, you wanna choose the type of activity or festival to attend. This is the episode to listen to. Before we get into the nitty gritty here, I wanna let you know, you'll be able to go to hawaiipost.com and find episode 71 and look at the show notes for all these details. So you don't have to write it down as I go along. I made all the notes for you on my website. So let's get going here. Let's start off with the two seasons here in the islands. Yes, I said two. Of course, there are four seasons elsewhere, but here in Hawaii, four seasons can be condensed into two seasons. There is the rainy season and the sunny dry season. The rainy season is from November to March, and the sunny season is from April to October. You may notice that the seasons that I just listed, the two seasons, the wet season, the dry season, the rainy season, the sunny season, however you want to call it, they are bookended by my two favorite times of the year, which would be April, May, September, and October. Since my preferred months are at the beginning and the end of the sunny season, there is a chance for rain, which is nice at times because there usually are passing showers, which is followed by blue skies. And in those situations, you're guaranteed to see a rainbow, as opposed to a cloudy, windy, rainy day where there's not a lot of direct sunlight which means you're probably not gonna get to see a rainbow, even though it's raining in the rainbow state of Hawaii. Besides the rainbows, you know what else you'll see during these months of April, May, September, and October? You'll see travel bargains. That's right, you can save some money by traveling during these four months because there are fewer people traveling to the islands for their vacations during this time. So they tend to lower the prices of hotels, airline tickets. In fact, airline tickets are much more affordable than they would be during the winter vacation and summer vacation months just because there's less demand. Now let's go in depth on the two seasons that we're talking about here, starting with the sunny season. The sunny season is basically all of the summer months. It's April through October. 
There are many advantages to being in Hawaii in the summertime, but there may be one or two drawbacks to visiting the islands in the summer, as there is higher airfare and it is the most expensive time of year for lodging. Also, during the summer months, the heat and humidity is much higher. While this may not seem like scorching temperatures, it's the hottest months of the year here in Hawaii, which during the sunny season, the temperatures average in the upper 80s, around 85 to 88 degrees, which is about 30 degrees Celsius. And our lows average around 78 degrees, which would be about 25 degrees Celsius. By the way, the water temperature in the summer season, or the sunny season here, on the South Shore, averages around 72 degrees, which is really pleasant. Another potential drawback during the sunny season is that it's hurricane season, which lasts from June until November. Most of the hurricanes come up from the south, southeast. All along the equator, south of the islands, there are storm systems which are generating waves that travel north towards the south shores of these islands. So there's an advantage to having this hurricane season because that's when the south shore comes alive as far as surfing is concerned. And that is why we have great surf on the south shores during the summer because of all those storms in the south. Now the precipitation during the sunny season is a little less than one inch of rain per month. So if you're laying on the beach during the sunny season and it starts to rain, just wait a second or two because that shower is just going to pass right on by. In Hawaii, we consider rain a blessing because without rain, well, we don't have any water to drink. And without rain, we don't have the lush, beautiful islands. So no flowers, no green mountains, no waterfalls, and of course, no rainbows. So during the sunny season, if you're looking for warm weather, blue skies, and nice surf on the South Shore, you want to visit Hawaii during the months of April till October. But if you like rain and you don't mind a little cooler temperatures, maybe you want to visit during the rainy season. The rainy season is basically the months that include the tail end of fall and the very beginning of spring, and of course, all of the winter months. The rainy season is from November to March. During the rainy season, you can see anywhere between two to four inches of rain on a monthly basis. The temperatures will hover around 80 degrees for highs and 68 for the lows. Sometimes it gets a little colder than 68 degrees. Here in Hawaii, we call that a double blanket night. We go to the closet and pull out another blanket because when it gets around 65 degrees, that's really chilly for those who have acclimated to the weather conditions here in Hawaii. As you can see, in the winter, when we have highs around 80, in the summer, when we have highs around 85, there's not much of a temperature shift. So just a few degrees less than 68, like around 65 degrees, us locals, we really start to feel that cold air. All year round, the islands benefit from the trade winds, which come down from the north, northeast, 
However, during the rainy season, there is a clash between the air masses that come up from the south-southwest, and then they mix in with those wonderful trade winds. This produces thunderstorms, and sometimes several days of rain at that, plus more commonly overcast skies. During the rainy season, or the winter months, there are immense storms that are taking place in the northern Pacific Ocean. That would be just south of the Aleutian Islands, right in between Alaska and Russia. And these weather systems generate huge waves that travel south toward the north-facing shores of these islands. And this is why the winter surf season is so epic on the north shores of Hawaii. So if you don't mind the likelihood of rain and the lower temperatures, and you're really interested in seeing some big surf, the winter months, the rainy season, is the time to visit Hawaii. Now, as I've shared with you, there are different weather patterns for different times of the year. Each one brings significant reasons for different kinds of events. Most organizers would like to have optimum weather conditions for their event, such as the street festivals, the concerts, just to name a few. Having worked in the surf business, it's ideal to have sunny skies and big surf, but you can't have big surf without winter conditions up north pushing these huge waves down south. And when you have these large storm systems in the north, it generates more moisture that is blown in from the north-northeast. See, surfing is a fickle sport. You can't always guarantee that there's going to be waves. And for a surf photographer or camera person, you really want to see those waves lit up by the sunshine. So you're not guaranteed big waves. And to be able to get good waves on a nice weather day is really choice, especially for organizations that put up a lot of money for these surf contests. So surf contests are dependent upon the weather. Outdoor events such as street festivals and concerts, they're dependent on this weather as well. Considering the ethnic diversity in the islands, we have a wide variety of unique events and festivals and different ways of celebrating holiday seasons such as Christmas. Here are some of the events that take place annually that you might want to take into consideration when you're making your plans to visit Hawaii. So we're going to cover this starting off in the spring, but this is not just for the island of Oahu. We're going to go bounce around between all the islands because we have festivals and events happening all around the islands all year long. Let's start with spring. Spring is a great time of year to go whale watching. The humpback whales have migrated south to the warm waters of Hawaii during the wintertime. That's where they're calving or you know, giving birth to their young. It's that time of year that you see those iconic sights of whales breaching, reaching up in the air and then falling back on their back. Now you may think that they're just playing, but actually from what I'm told, they're knocking off barnacles and other sea creatures from their skin. So in a way it's like they're scratching their back by doing these breaching maneuvers. During the springtime, you get to see a lot of these whales breaching and helping their young learn how to breach as well. So you'll see 
pods of whales out there in the ocean. They're still in the waters, just off the islands. And you can watch the whales breaching from along the coastline, or you can take boat tours and get a close-up view view of the whales. It's, it's something that you probably want to put on the bucket list. If you've never had a close-up view of whales, go take a boat tour so you can see the whales up close. Now, like I said, whale watching is an annual occurrence here on the islands. You can do that basically from December all the way up through May. But since we're talking about spring, let's start breaking this down by the month, starting with March. March 8th through the 10th, this year, 2024, will be the 28th annual Honolulu Festival. This, this, pardon me, this festival celebrates the unique relationship between Hawaii and the surrounding Pacific Rim communities. It's held every March, and this year it will be March 8th through the 10th. The Honolulu Festival offers performance stages, educational programs, and a grand parade that goes right through Waikiki. And you can also take part in supporting our native forest by planting a koa tree. There are opportunities and programs to participate in during the Honolulu Festival, which allows for you as a visitor to get up in the mountains and plant koa trees. It's, it's a lot of fun. Now, what else can you do in March? Oh yes, that's right. At the end of March on the Valley Isle, which is Maui, it's the 32nd annual Celebration of the Arts. And this takes place from March 29th through March 30th of this year, 2024. This event is held annually at the Ritz-Carlton Maui in Kapalua. This is Hawaii's top arts and cultural festival, celebrating the spirit of aloha through more than 60 of the state's top artists, educators, cultural practitioners, speakers, and entertainers. It's quite a large event over on the island of Maui. Moving on to April, I have two great annual events to share with you that you can put on your calendar, helping you decide when you may want to make your plans to visit these islands. Remember, April and May are technically two of my favorite months of the year. In April of every year on the Big Island, the east side of the Big Island in the historic town of Hilo, there is a hula celebration. Do you like hula dancing? Do you want to see hula dancers from all around the islands and also all around the world? Well, you want to go attend the Merry Monarch Festival. This year, the Merry Monarch Festival will be held from March 31st to April 6th. It's a celebration honoring David Kalakawa. Otherwise known as the Merry Monarch, this festival offers an amazing lineup of hula from every corner of the Hawaiian Islands and also hula halals from all around the world. If you like traditional music and hula dancing, this event is for you. And guess what? It's in April, which is really one of the best months of the year. Usually at the end of April, there is a world famous festival that takes place in the streets of Waikiki. And this year, it will be on April 27th from 4 to 10 p.m. Do you know what I'm talking about? Of course you don't. That's why you listen to the show, so you can learn something new. But when I mention it, you're gonna go, oh yeah, so that's when it happens. 
It's the Waikiki Spam Jam Festival. Not only is Spam a favorite food in the islands, it's a cultural tradition of modern Hawaii. At the Spam Jam Festival in Waikiki, there are arts and crafts and live music, but the centerpiece is the 18 participating restaurants who will serve up unique Spam dishes during a signature block party and it is a ton of fun. And I think I've gotten a Spam Jam shirt ever since 2006. Now the Spam Jam Festival isn't just that one afternoon. It's two weeks of events throughout 20 restaurants on the islands that participate in what's called the can to table, as in the Spam can, the can to table which is an opportunity for you to go to different restaurants around the islands and try their spam recipes in their special dishes. So that is a great event that you can attend in April. April has two wonderful events, right? It would be the Merry Monarch Festival, which is a hula festival over on the Big Island in Hilo, or in Waikiki towards the end of April, you can go to the Waikiki Spam Jam. Man. We're off to a great start. These are some fun things to talk about here. Moving on to the month of May, I have three events that take place in the month of May. May has a few good festivals, one of which is May Day, which is also known as Lay Day. It's not just a one-day festival. It usually takes place over a five-day period, and this year it will be from May 1st to May 5th. Laymakers from all around the islands gather on Oahu at Kapiolani Park to exhibit their lays as the public and a panel of judges walk about the grounds searching for the best lay. As with most festivals in the islands, there would be, or there will be, uh, local vendors for crafts, food. There will also be live performances from local musicians and hula dancers. But this event also boasts a beauty queen pageant. It's known as the Hawaii Lei Day Queen. It is true that Lei Day is celebrated all across the islands and each island has its own Lei Day festival where local lei makers who are unable to travel to Oahu have their own exhibition so they can show off their lei making skills. I think there are maybe four or five things that are synonymous or, or just come to mind when you think of Hawaii. You may think of rainbows, you may think of surf, you may think of hula dancers, you may think of a flower lei, or you may think of those beautiful golden beaches. But those are your most common thoughts. Maybe we should throw number six in there, volcanoes. Yeah, sure, let's do that. We'll throw in number six <laughs> would be volcanoes. In the month of May, we have a festival dedicated to one of those iconic items, which is the flower lay. So if you'd like to see some beautiful flower lays, why don't you make a plan to visit Hawaii during the first week of May so that you can attend the Lay Day festivals. Moving on, if you don't want to go to the Lei Day festivals on Oahu, well, you can head on over to Maui just about the same time of year every year from May 2nd to May 3rd of this year, 2024. It is the Maui Onion Festival. It's held at the Whalers Village in the Kanapali Resort. 
The onions that are grown on Maui are known as Maui sweet onions. But what makes the Maui sweet onions so special? Well, it's the fact that it's grown in Kula, which is kind of the up country of Maui. In Kula, the soil is low in sulfur content, which is important in making an onion so deliciously sweet. Also, the nights are cool, and that is credited with contributing to the onion's unique taste. They say the Maui onion is so sweet, you can almost eat it raw, just like an apple. The only way you can reproduce the Maui onion is to grow it in Kula. And that's what makes the Maui onion so special. And that's why they have a festival every year at the beginning of May in Maui at the Whaler's Village. It's the Maui Onion Festival. Our third event in the month of May is on Memorial Day weekend. It's important to note that on these islands, we have all five branches of the military, if you include the Coast Guard. So that's the Army, Air Force, Navy, and Marines, plus the Coast Guard. So Memorial Day weekend is really important here in these islands because we have a lot of local families who are associated with or have family members that are currently serving in the military. And then we have a bunch of veterans that live on these islands. So it is a time to observe those fallen soldiers in all of our past wars. So it's a somber occasion, but it's also full of red, white, and blue. People put out flags at the memorials. There's all sorts of celebration of our military. But the festival that takes place on Memorial Day happens to be the Shinyo Lantern Floating Ceremony. This event brings together an estimated 50,000 people annually to the Ala Moana Beach Park. There, the event is streamed live. It's also telecast. It honors loved ones who have come and gone. So military families often participate in this because there is a large Asian community here in Hawaii and people that respect the Asian philosophy of religion, which, you know, is part of the Shinyo lantern floating ceremony. So what they do, the loved ones, so like I said, it honors loved ones that have come and gone while generating a collective hope towards the future. People pay to decorate a floating lamp, and then at sunset, they release this lantern into the waters at the Ala Moana Beach Park. It's quite a sight to see. So there are three events that you may want to attend here in May. One would be the May Day Lei Festival or the Lei Day Festival. There's the Maui Onion Festival. And of course, there is the Shinyo Lantern Floating Ceremony. So that's three things that you could do in the month of May. Let's move on over to the month of June. If you like wine and you want to attend a wine and food festival on the island of Maui, then you want to make plans to visit Hawaii at the beginning of June. This year, June 6th through the 9th, is the 43rd annual Kapalua Wine and Food Festival. This annual event attracts thousands of wine connoisseurs and foodies alike, enthusiasts of the good life to celebrate and learn and experience the finest culinary trends in viniculture. 
So if you really like wine and you want to taste a little bit of what Hawaii has to offer and see it all gathered in one place, you'll want to plan on attending the Kapalua Wine and Food Festival, which takes place at the beginning of June every year. Back on Oahu, the King Kamehameha Day is celebrated not only on this island, but all across the islands. However, on Oahu, they have a huge celebration. King Kamehameha was the original king who, quote unquote, united these islands. King Kamehameha Day is on June 11th of every year. The week surrounding June 11th, there are lots of festivals and activities surrounding the King Kamehameha Day. It boasts one of the longest parades of any time of the year. It starts downtown in Honolulu and finishes at the Kapiolani Park. So you can grab a chair, bring your family, and watch it downtown by the palace, or maybe you want to watch it somewhere in Kaka'ako as it goes by on Ala Moana Boulevard. Or you can wait down by the beach park, Ala Moana Beach Park, as the parade will pass by. You can then go on over to the Ala Moana Shopping Center and get yourself some lunch after the parade. Or you can just walk outside your hotel room in Waikiki and see it go down Kalakaua Avenue. That parade is super long, and it's kind of funny when you're waiting towards the, the farthest end of the parade, which would be down by Waikiki Beach. Those people that are marching in the parade look just about worn out because it is an epic parade. Like I said, it's one of the longest parades of any time during the year here in the islands. So in June, you have the Kapalua Wine and Food Festival, that's in Maui, during the beginning of June. And right in the middle of June, around June 11th, you have the King Kamehameha Festivals. Moving on to July, during the summer months, it gets really busy here in the islands. July has the highest number of visitors all year long. But during the summer months, there are several festivals that you may be interested in attending, such as the Ukulele Festival. It's the largest ukulele festival in the world. That's because ukuleles originated right here in Hawaii. It's like Hawaii's contribution to the music instrument industry, <laughs> the ukulele. This festival takes place every year in July. It's a must-see. There are ukulele ensembles and bands that show up in the islands for a week-long celebration. And you'll be surprised to see just how far away they've come from. Did you know that there's ukulele clubs in Europe, in Japan, in Australia? Well, if you didn't know that, now you do. And if you'd like to see them perform, well, July is the time of year to come out here and plan your trip around the ukulele festival. Over on the island of Kauai, in July, there is the Koloa Plantation Days Festival. This year, the Koloa Plantation Day Festival is from July 18th to the 28th. The festival celebrates the sugar plantation era of the Garden Isle. This is a week-long festival. It has a wide variety of events from cultural exhibits, plantation tours, arts, crafts, music, a silent auction, and I shouldn't forget to mention that it also is the time of year when Kauai has its biggest parade of the year. 
So if you want to see a parade in the island of Kauai, celebrating the plantation days, the sugar plantation days, you want to plan your trip to Kauai in July, right about the middle of it, the 18th through the 28th. So you can attend the Koloa Plantation Day Festival. So those are two events that you can do here in the islands in July. That would once again be the Ukulele Festival, which is here on Oahu, and then over on Kauai, the Koloa Plantation Days Festival. Let's move on to the month of August. At the beginning of August, on the island of Kauai, they have the Heiva e Kauai. It's the International Tahitian Dance Competition and this year it takes place on August 3rd and 4th. It will be the 22nd anniversary for this unique and colorful Tahitian dance and drumming competition. This annual event provides a venue for performers of all ages to present their talents, skills, and cultural knowledge of Tahitian drumming and dance to an audience of more than a thousand people that attend each day of the festival. So if you are thinking about doing something unique in the month of August on your trip to Hawaii, maybe you wanna go stay in Kauai in August because this year on August 3rd, they have the Heiva e Kauai, which is the International Tahitian Dance Competition. Now, in August, there is another event that takes place right here in Waikiki on the island of Oahu. It is the Duke's Ocean Festival. It takes place right on Waikiki's famous Waikiki Beach. And it also, primarily takes place in the ocean, right out in front of the beach. There are all sorts of events to watch. Everything from volleyball to canoe surfing, stand-up paddling, there's tandem surfing, the little keiki, the kids surfing contest is always fun to watch, and then there's the professional surfers who come back to the islands during the summer just to participate in this historic and iconic event which honors Duke Pauoa Kahanamoku. Duke is widely considered the ambassador of Aloha, and he's one of the main reasons why people surf all around the world, because he isn't just the ambassador of Aloha, he was the ambassador of surfing. He took surfing all around the world to showcase the unique sport, because back in the early 1900s, not everybody was aware of surfing. So he would go to California, he'd go to Europe, he went down to Australia just to show people what it's like to surf. And another unique thing about Duke is he just couldn't help himself from wanting to rescue people. When he saw somebody in distress in the water, there he was making a rescue. And he is probably credited as being one of the first lifeguards. I don't know about that, but because of Duke Ohanamoku, lifeguarding is an occupation because he believed in ocean safety. So in the month of August, there are two events that you can attend. Once on Kauai is the Heiva e Kauai International Tahitian Dance and Drum Competition. Or towards the end of August, you can go to Waikiki if you want to witness the Duke's Ocean Festival, which is a week-long activity with plenty of uh, events and sports to watch. Moving on to the month of 
September. In the month of September, it, we're usually uh, towards the end of the month of September. There is one of the most popular festivals to take place in the islands. It's known as the Aloha Festival. And this year, in 2024, it will be the 76th annual Aloha Festival. 76 years of celebrating Aloha. I can't think of a better festival to tell you the truth. It's a lot of fun. There is a week-long celebration with a royal court, a parade that goes down the street, and then it all culminates to one giant street festival known as the Ho'olalea. And that happens right on Kalakala Avenue. They shut down the entire street for a whole afternoon and evening. So there's usually about three stages of music. It's tons of fun. At the beginning of the month of November, every year they celebrate Queen Emma, which I did an entire feature about Queen Emma. And I mentioned this festival celebrating Queen Emma's life in that feature. I always encourage you to go back and look at some of my features. I have one about Duke Pau'oa Kahanamoku, about the, the birds that have gone extinct in the islands, and of course, Queen Emma, where I talk about her life as a uh, commoner before she became a queen, and her life as a queen and a widower. It's an amazing story. So back to Queen Emma. Over on the island of Kauai, they have an event that's called the Emalani Festival. This year, it'll take place on November 2nd, 2024, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. This is the 36th annual Emalani Festival, and it takes place in Waimea, Kauai. There are tents with exhibits, food, and all sorts of performing arts that surround you at the park. They have music and hula, and they also have a pageantry where they bring in somebody who dresses and plays the part of Queen Emma. It's quite a cool tradition. This colorful, festive, and floral celebration of the late great Queen Emma is well worth your time. So if you're looking to do something new and different, on the island of Kauai, maybe you want to plan your trip to Kauai in November. And also in November on the Big Island, which is the island on the complete opposite side of the Hawaiian chain, the Big Island has the Kona Coffee Cultural Festival. This year, the Kona Coffee Cultural Festival is from November 1st through the 10th. It's Hawaii's oldest food festival since its inception in 1970. That means it's not just coffee, it's a food festival. There's plenty of different booths. Of course, they're featuring Kona coffee, but you'll be able to sample all sorts of delicious plate lunches and dishes from Kona's many restaurants. The Kona Coffee Cultural Festival has sought to preserve and perpetuate and promote Kona's unique 200-year coffee heritage. The festival and local community embrace visitors and residents by sharing its unique history and culture of the Kona coffee pioneers, the farmers, the artisans, and throughout the 10 days they celebrate Kona coffee, there is 
plenty of things for you to do, for you to eat, for you to drink and sample, and maybe even buy some nice trinkets and gifts for your friends back home. So this is a good event for you to attend in the island of, well, the big island on the Kona side. It's the Kona Coffee Cultural Festival. And then in Maui, we have another event that takes place in November. And this is the Maui Invitational, which is a basketball tournament for American collegiate basketball. Also, November is the beginning of the surf contest on the North Shore. Traditionally, the big waves start rolling in during the month of November, and that's why all the surf contests start on the North Shore during the month of November. So there are surf contests at Sunset Beach, Pipeline, Ali'i Beach Park in Haleiwa, and there's also contests at Turtle Bay. These contests include the Triple Crown, the Eddie Icow Big Wave Surfing Contest, and the Hui Backdoor Shootout. Of course, the Eddie Icow and the Triple Crown, those take place later on in December and January. However, November marks the beginning of the surf contest season on the North Shore. Speaking of December, let's check out what we have to offer in December. Like I said, there's the Triple Crown, there's surf contest, the Eddie Icow Big Wave Surfing Contest, but there's also another sporting event that is almost just as famous internationally. It's the Honolulu Marathon. It's 26.2 miles in paradise. It's a marathon with the Aloha Spirit. There is no time limit and many participants walk part of it or maybe they just walk the entire marathon course. You can enjoy the scenery along the route, meet other marathoners from over 50 states in 40 different countries, totaling more than 27,000 participants. It's a huge marathon. And usually the weather is pretty good for it. They have options so you don't have to run the whole marathon if you don't want to. They have one of the events which is called uh, Start to Park. Start to Park is just 10 kilometers and it goes from the beginning of the marathon, the starting line, all the way to Kapiolani Park. And if you want to do something smaller than 10 kilometers and you're certainly not looking to do 26.2 miles, well, then you can do the Kalakawa Merry Mile, which is a one mile course that is open to everybody. It starts on Saturday morning. And it, of course, Saturday is the day before the actual Honolulu Marathon. Everyone's invited to the Kalakawa Merry Mile, and it goes right through the heart of Waikiki on Kalakawa Avenue. As I mentioned earlier in this feature, the winter time is basically our rainy season, but that doesn't mean it's gonna rain all the time. It's a great time of year to visit the islands if you really don't mind just a little bit of, you know, diverse weather. <laughs> but you know, in December, it's also Christmas time. And Christmas here in the islands is not like any kind of Christmas that you've ever experienced before. Santa Claus usually arrives in an outrigger canoe He's commonly seen seated in his chair at a mall or a shopping center ready for those family pictures and he's wearing an Aloha shirt rather than a standard red and white attire. I talked plenty about all the Christmas activities that you can attend in episodes 65 through 68. 
And so if you would like to you know, get an idea of what happens during the Christmas season, you can go back and listen to Hawaii Post episodes 65 through 68. But then there are uh, other things about the Christmas season that you know a lot of people don't really consider. You know, you may drive through your downtown, hometown, wherever it is, Main Street, and you'll see Christmas decorations. But Christmas decorations here in Hawaii usually have a tropical theme. So all around the islands, there are Christmas decorations all throughout the city, in hotel lobbies, decorating houses and buildings. It's a great time of year to visit. But remember, it just might be a little wet and you could be blessed with some beautiful sunshine and it ends up being a beautiful sunny week. After all, it's entirely possible to have beautiful weather in the month of December, especially around Christmas. It's been memorialized in the classic Hawaiian Christmas song, Mele Kalikimaka, where the lyrics say, Mele Kalikimaka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where the palm trees sway. Here, we know the Christmas will be green and bright, the sun to shine by day, and all the stars at night. Melikalikimaka is Hawaii's way to say Merry Christmas to you. In those lyrics, they talk about the palm trees swaying, the sun shining bright, and the stars all night. Well, you want to be able to see the stars if it's always overcast, and you want to see the sun if it's always cloudy. So this song was written because more likely than not, it's going to be a beautiful day in Hawaii on Christmas. It just happens to be in the middle of the rainy season, so please keep that in mind when you're making your plans to travel to Hawaii, especially during the Christmas season. Just remember, it just might be a rainy day or a rainy week during the holiday season. And then, of course, at the end of the year, we have New Year's. And if you've never been to Hawaii for New Year's Eve, particularly the island of Oahu, I'm telling you it's something you should put on your bucket list for sure. Until our government clamps down on the fireworks, which I really hope they never do, it is an amazing sight to see. It's an incredible experience. There are fireworks going off from all throughout the islands. We're not just talking about firecrackers and pop snaps. No, we're talking about giant aerial fireworks that everybody would gather at your community park to watch. However, these are popping out of people's backyards in almost every other house. And if you want to see what it looks like, check out my Instagram page where I put together a compilation of New Year's Eve fireworks. It's a story that's on my Instagram page, and my Instagram is Hawaii Post Podcast on Instagram. There are so many fireworks, it's insane. And that's really what makes being in Hawaii, particularly Oahu, for New Year's such a unique experience. Maybe you would like to plan your vacation around New Year's in the islands. After the incredible fireworks show that is all around you, the following morning we wake up in the new year and it is January. There is a golf tournament over in Kapalua, which is over in Maui, but the most popular golf tournament that takes place here in the islands is the Sony Open. 
Each January, the Sony Open in Hawaii attracts 144 of the world's greatest professional golfers to the Wailai Country Club, which is on the island of Oahu. The event is the largest charity golf event in Hawaii. This year, the tournament generated $1.2 million in proceeds that were dedicated to charities. There are over 100 not-for-profit organizations each year that benefit from the Hawaii Sony Open. The global impact of the event reaches over 560 million homes in some 216 countries. So it's a very popular event. And I think I enjoyed walking around the course. I went on the final day this year and the weather was absolutely superb. I didn't get a sunburn. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe I'm getting used to being in the sun all the time, but I, I was out on the course for about five hours and I had a great time. I was following uh, Kirk and on, and then I had to go to work, so I didn't get to see the, the playoff hole, but it was an exciting ending to the Sony Open. And I took my kids, my boys enjoyed watching it. They want to go back next year and maybe even see another golf tournament this year. I tell you this because it's not just an event for adults. It can be a family-friendly event as well. So that is a great event to attend in the month of January. It's the Sony Open. Now, in review, my favorite months are April, May, September, and October. The rainy season is November to March, and the sunny season is from April to October. Hawaii is beautiful year-round but not every day is perfect weather and if you're not just coming for the weather and you want to go attend an event or a festival here in the islands hawaii has so many festivals and events year-round that will give you a great reason to visit any if not all these islands in the coming years so let's just go down the list one more time in january through may it's whale watching season in March, it's the 28th annual Honolulu Festival and the 32nd annual Celebration of the Arts in Maui. In April, we have the Merry Monarch Festival on the Big Island in Hilo. And then there's also the Waikiki Spam Jam Festival at the end of April. In June, it's the 43rd annual Kapalua Wine and Food Festival. In May, we have Lay Day, which is May 1st through the 5th. And then there's also the Maui Onion Festival, which is May 2nd and 3rd of this year. And then at the end of May, on Memorial Day, is the Shinyo Lantern Floating Festival. And that's at Ala Moana Beach Park every Memorial Day. In June, it's the 43rd annual Kapalua Wine and Food Festival, June 6th through the 9th. King Kamehameha Day, which is an entire week-long celebration around the week of June 11th. In July, there's the Ukulele Festival, the Koloa Plantation Days Festival on the island of Kauai. And in August, we have the Heiva i Kauai. It's the International Tahitian Dance and Drum Competition. And then in August, it's the Duke's Ocean Fest in Waikiki, which is really a great surf event for everyone to watch. In September, it's the 76th annual Aloha Festival and Street Festival known as the Ho'olalea. 
And then in November, it's the 36th annual Emolani Festival, which takes place in Waimea, Kauai. Also in November, there's the Kona Coffee Cultural Festival, which is November 1st through the 10th. The Maui Invitational, which is collegiate basketball. November is the time of year when we kick off all the surf contests on the North Shore. And in December, we have the Honolulu Marathon, Christmas, and New Year's celebration, which are quite unique here in the islands when you take into consideration Santa Claus wears an Aloha shirt and the islands blow up with fireworks. It's just an amazing time of year to be here. And then in the month of January, we have two golf contests, one on Maui and the other is here on Oahu, it's the Sony Open. And where else are you gonna find out all this information about the best time to visit Hawaii? Only here on Hawaii Post. I will have links for all of these festivals and events in the show notes for episode 71. And that you can find on hawaiipost.com. Also, this segment is gonna be a feature segment which will be kept separately from my regular podcast. So at any time of the year, you'll be able to download it, listen to it, and be able to uh, remind yourself of all the events that are offered throughout the year. Also, give you a good idea when the best time of year to visit Hawaii is if you're dependent upon the weather. Thank you for listening to the show, and I encourage you to go to hawaiipost.com and support the show by making a donation. You can donate money, or you can donate cryptocurrency, or you can even donate your time by contributing music, jingles, art, or anything else that you think would make this show better. I'm always open to suggestions, but please keep it kind. Also, I encourage you to share Hawaii Post with any and all of your friends and family, especially those who are planning a trip to the islands. You can tell them that Hawaii Post is the only podcast that provides a seven-day forecast for weather, surf, night sky, and all the fun events and activities you can attend here in the islands while you're out here on your trip. And with that, I bid you a fond farewell, a hearty aloha, and all right.